Well, 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 welcome to Newsmax Daily and to a new month. Today is Thursday, June 1st, 2023, Global Day of Parents. Why not Global Parents Day? I don't know, but it is a day to recognize and appreciate the hard work and many efforts of parents worldwide. May I add parents who actually do the parenting and put in the effort to raise quality children. And as a parent, I should probably mention, today is my son Nicholas's 21st birthday. And if you're older than 21, especially if you're way older than 21, then you remember how big of a day that is when you turn 21. We'll be celebrating over the weekend Nicholas the Hurricane Marino, which would be an awesome name if he were in the WWE, but we used to call him that when he was a little tyrant because June 1st is also the start of the Atlantic hurricane season. Let's take a look at some of this year's official storm names, starting with Arlene, Brett, Cindy, Don, Emily, Franklin. Boy, things are really starting to heat up. Gert, Harold, several others, and then ending with Vince and Whitney. And if we get to either one of those names, we're in big trouble, or even close to the end of the alphabet, we're in trouble. Here in the great state of Florida, then-Governor Rick Scott implemented several days of tax-free shopping on hurricane supplies, things like like flashlights, batteries, tarps, strings, ropes, whatever, Uh, generators. There is a limit on it. I don't remember the limit, but it's fairly generous. And here is your first reminder. Stock up now. Do not wait until a storm is coming. Preparation, like everything else, is key. Meanwhile, the entire country is in the middle of a different kind of storm. Yeas are 314. The nays are 117. The bill is passed. On Capitol Hill, the Republican-led U.S. House voting in favor of suspending, which means raising, the $31.5 trillion debt ceiling, California Congressman Darrell Issa on Newsmax. If it wasn't for the fact that we lost the election for the Senate, we lost the election for the presidency, and we barely hold a majority in the House. The fact is, uh, is this a perfect deal? No. Is this as good as we can get? No, but it's as good as we can get with the fact that we don't control the Senate. We don't even control 10, 15 senators who are Republicans who said they would vote for escalating the debt uh, by a clean vote. The fact is, you know, the, the, if you go to the table and you have nothing to offer and you get something, you feel pretty good. So do I feel good? I feel better than if I'd gotten nothing. Is this, many of the things you said are accurate. Sir, sir, Uh, I'm very disappointed with the uh, the score that they did on SNAP. Sure. I I, I don't mean to be, what, what did you get? Well, what we got was we got an automatic mechanism to not only do a CR, but to do a CR that reduces the size of government by a full 1%. And with inflation, you mentioned out of, uh, uh, you know, the runaway inflation, with inflation, that actually means in constant dollars, it will be reduced by uh, 5 or 6 or 7%. So that is a start. Uh, that may be what happens. We may end up with CRs uh, that hold government to 99% for a year and then 99% the next year. That would be a year over year in real dollars, not, not the so-called funny dollars, real dollar reduction. Now, I'm not thrilled with that. I'm not thrilled with a CR. I'd like to increase spending in some areas. I'd like to reduce spending a lot in other areas. Uh, but if I don't get my wish and all I get I, I, is I just to think, reduce sir, the size I of government by think, 1%. I just, I just think you had Biden on the ropes. You had the guy on the ropes. You could have held out. 
What's the worst that could have possibly happened? I don't buy any of this BS that Janet Yellen is, is, is serving up, that we're somehow going to default. We're, we're not allowed to default on her debt. It's just, it just feels, sir, all due respect, it just feels like we're giving away the house. And we might even be giving away, because I think you're going to lose the house if you pass this bill. You're going to give away the presidency because this, this allows Biden to spend until 2025. Sir, I, I ran out of time. I appreciate you. Congressman Darrell Issa on the balance with Eric Bowling. Issa is from California, right? Kevin McCarthy's from California. They know each other. They know each other for a long time. They're probably friends, right? What about Georgia Rep Marjorie Taylor Greene, who spoke with Rob Schmidt? Uh, thank you so much for coming on. We do appreciate it. Um, you know, why, why is it that you support this bill? It's, it's a massive expansion of government and it keeps that in place. Well, originally I didn't support it. As a matter of fact, I don't support raising the debt ceiling. Um, and, the, and I don't support it because I wasn't part of the problem that created the debt. I'm proud to have voted no to all of these massive spending packages that have put the American people in debt. But the reason why I am supporting this bill is because it gives us a very special tool in the bill to separate our appropriations into 12 separate appropriation bills. And then we have to get it passed. If we don't get it passed, it passes a CR at 99% and gives the American people a 1% uh, savings in the budget. But what's important about the 12 appropriation bills is, Rob, this gives us the tool to take down Joe Biden's weaponized government. And that is what I'm interested in, because the appropriations is, that, is where I've said all along I'm willing to fight because that's where we fund and defund government programs. I, I, I understand that. And I, I know that the, the McCarthy Amendment, that's or, or, I'm sorry, the, the Massey Amendment, that's how they got him in. So they got it out of rules with that. Uh, with that coordination with him. But it, it, how, how is that enough, though? I mean, McCarthy's been bragging that this is the largest budget cut in American history. But, you know, every time I hear him say that, I, you know, you want to scream, that, but it comes on the, on the heels of one of the biggest spending hikes in history. The government is 40% bigger than it was just a couple years ago, and this doesn't cut it back anywhere near that much. So we're, we're, I feel like you're getting little ni niceties in exchange for just this massive expansion of government. Well, Rob, here's the issue is I, I personally would love to do more. I really would. Republicans are barely in control of one third of the federal government. That's the reality we're in. Um, I'm one of the people that ran for Congress because I truly wanted to change the Republican Party. I've been unhappy with the status quo and, and I don't like the way Washington runs. Right. But I am happy to have a powerful tool that we can use to take down Biden's weaponized that's, government. I mean, that, that, that's why I, I wanted to speak to you tonight, because I, I, I know your politics. I know that you despise a government that, that spends itself into oblivion for future generations. So I was, I was surprised to see this vote from you. Georgia Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene on Rob Schmidt tonight. That's weeknights at 7 o'clock Eastern. All right, let's get one more take on this whole thing with Florida Rep Byron Donalds, a member of the House Freedom Caucus, and a firm no vote. In light of the fact, sir, that it's a divided government, you've got a Democratic Senate and a Democrat in the White House, what would you have done differently than what Speaker McCarthy did? 
Well, look, if you're going to talk about what could have been done differently, that's difficult to say because there was only a handful of people that negotiated this deal directly with the president. My job is not to really really comment on the negotiations and what happened behind closed doors is to represent my district. If you're going to ask me what I could be supportive of, <clears throat> I've been very clear. Getting the federal agencies back to pre-COVID spending levels. Everybody understands why we had to raise spending during the COVID-19 pandemic, but it makes no sense at all that the federal agencies like the SEC, the ATF, the FBI, the DOJ are now up 30 to 40 percent over what they used to be. There's no sense or reason for that. And I understand that Joe Biden's in the White House, but that doesn't mean that Joe Biden's idiocy should actually determine the fiscal approach for the nation. So I think you start there and you go for, and you and then you move after that. There's other things that we should have gone after in this deal that weren't able to be accomplished. But that's not something I know my district supports and that's not something I support. Florida Congressman Byron Donalds on the record with Greta Van Sestren. Byron Donalds represents Fort Myers, Cape Coral, and other areas of Southwest Florida. The top Republican who represents all of Florida and now wants to represent all of America in Iowa yesterday. You could have four appointments over a, a two two term period, and I think that that's very very important. Ron DeSantis making his first trip to Iowa as a presidential candidate on Thursday. He was there a week or two ago and for the first time Thursday saying he is going to counterpunch when asked about the verbal attacks coming from President Trump. Six months ago, he would have never said that, right? He used to say how great Florida was. Hell, his whole family moved to Florida under my governorship. Are you kidding me? Well, that is true. Eric and Laura Trump, Don Jr., Ivanka and Jared, they all moved to Florida in the last couple of years. President Trump has had his second home in uh, Palm Beach for many years, which has now become his main residency, as you know. DeSantis also criticizing Trump on some tax cuts. And as you heard in the first cut, continuing to stress a two-term president over a one-term president. Meanwhile, from his home in Florida, Donald Trump releasing this video message. Here is my plan to give America's founding in 1776 the incredible anniversary it truly deserves. On day one, I will convene a White House task force called Salute to America 250. It will be responsible for coordinating with state and local governments to ensure not just one day of celebration, but an entire year of festivities across the nation starting on Memorial Day 2025 and continuing through July 4th, 2026. Second, I will work with all 50 governors, Republican and Democrat alike, to create the Great American State Fair, a unique one-year exhibition featuring pavilions from all 50 states. It'll be something. The Great American State Fair will showcase the glory of every state in the Union, promote pride in our history, and put forth innovative visions for America's future. My hope is that the amazing people of Iowa will work with my administration to open up the legendary Iowa State Fairgrounds to host the Great American State Fair and welcome millions and millions of visitors from around the world to the heartland of America for this special one-time festival. Together we will build it and they will come. A year-long celebration to commemorate 250 years of America. Salute 250. Something that only Donald Trump would or could do, right? Newsmax columnist and political strategist John Burnett. 
I think America needs to be uplifted, both in terms of patriotism. And Americans have been dealing with a lot, right? Coming out of COVID and then being hit with all the inflationary concerns. So it's good to actually bring people together, right? It's a good way to coalesce government, coalesce, you know, people all around the country and celebrate each state uniquely, right? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I yep. think that is, that's a great inspiration, right? I know he wants to win Iowa, but it's a great inspiration, <laughs> that aside. And it's also a good move to combat all the anti-American rhetoric. We just Absolutely. heard this horrible speech at a CUNY graduation, right? So we need to combat right. that. Not with rallies and things of that nature, but with great American inspiration and patriotism. That's business and political strategist John Burnett on American Agenda. So what do you think? Let's bring back patriotism. Here's what Iowans are saying about Trump and DeSantis. What do you make of Ron DeSantis, the nickname that Trump gave DeSantis? I don't appreciate, you know, the the name calling like in the elections. To me, DeSantis is the policies, Trump policies without the uh, some of the baggage. What do you make of uh, the current fight between Trump and DeSantis? So they're very similar people, uh, very similar candidates. However, they both have two different agendas that they're trying to push. Um, and I think the fight's awesome. You know, Trump wants to re-win and DeSantis is a winning man. So uh, this is going to be very interesting, especially in the next upcoming year. Are you supporting DeSantis uh, in the primary Probably. I don't know yet. I also like Trump. I don't like that they bash each other, but I wish, you know, that's politics. But uh, I like that uh, I think DeSantis comes with less baggage than Trump. What do you make of the fight between Trump and DeSantis? Well, I don't think there is a fight. I think they're just both strong competitors and uh, they'll compete against each other very well. Newsmax's Leonardo Feldman in Iowa, which is the first primary state. DeSantis will be in New Hampshire today. Yesterday, we discussed Chris Christie and now former Vice President Mike Pence said to be making his announcement regarding a presidential run very, very soon. The field getting very, very crowded. The current president is in Colorado today. Biden went there yesterday. He is delivering the commencement address at the United States Air Force Academy today. That will be exciting. And you know, Joe Cool will be wearing his aviator sunglasses, I'm sure, his shades. Behind the headlines, the Biden administration has withdrawn its nomination of Ann Carlson to head up the National Highway Safety Administration amid rising opposition to the far-left former UCLA professor. Much of that opposition coming from Republican Senator Ted Cruz, who tweeted, quote, Ann Carlson's repeated calls to raise energy prices have been central to her climate alarmist advocacy, but she conveniently left out mention of her financial interest in natural gas well leases. This is from Ted Cruz's Twitter. I read on. Carlson has signaled that she intends to use her role as administrator of the National Highway Transportation Safety Administration to further her crusade against fossil fuels. But with her investment in the oil and gas business, her attacks on American energy reek of hypocrisy. End quote. Again, that coming from Senator Ted Cruz. He may be talking about that today on his own podcast. And by the way, the former environmental law professor 
really has no qualifications to be the head of the National Highway Safety Administration, much like Pete Buttigieg had no qualifications to be Transportation Secretary. NATO foreign ministers are meeting in Norway today to discuss Ukraine's future in the alliance and its fight against Russia. Secretary of State Antony Blinken arrived there early this morning. We have an intense focus on the support that we're continuing to provide to Ukraine to make sure that it prevails against the Russian aggression. Well, guess what? With Washington and the rest of the country being turned upside down over this debt ceiling debate, everyone has an intense focus on the support being provided. And if you are not already watching Newsmax, it is available on most major cable systems like AT&T, Comcast, Cox Cable, DirecTV, and many others. It's also available on your favorite platforms. Amazon, Apple TV, Roku, Pluto, Zumo, and others. And make sure you download the Newsmax app on your smartphone. It's free. It's easy to do. This way you can watch your favorite shows anywhere, anytime you want. Thank you, as always, for checking out the Newsmax Daily Podcast. Tell all your friends. I'm Tony Marino. Enjoy the rest of your day and keep on fighting the good fight. News breaks every minute, every day. You need the app, the Newsmax app. Find it free on your smartphone store. Then watch us anytime, anywhere.